straight out of the nation's capital. You're listening to Mornings with Mercy. Mornings with Mercy. Hello, buenos dias, and welcome to another episode of Mornings with Mercy. On today's episode, we have a very special guest, my college lax little Anna. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you, Mercedes? Always good. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Anna is my first, this is my first virtual recording. Um, Anna lives in Michigan, so <laughs> with some technical difficulties, we figured it out. But yeah, this should be should be fun and interesting. But uh, before we get into it, I always do a word of the day. So today, our smart word of the day. So and Anna's really smart, so she's probably gonna already know this word. But um, today, our word is affable. Do you know what that is, Anna? Well, I mean, I kind of cheated and saw it and like. Oh, uh, I did send you yeah. the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I had never mind. Yeah, what that word meant. So no, I didn't okay. know what it meant technically. Yeah, so I kind of thought of, like, Aflac. I was like, affable, Aflac! <laughs> um, but it means being pleasant and at ease and talking to others, friendly and good nature. Example, friendly and affable, Anna was the most liked person in the office, which I assume is probably real life, Anna, at your office. So it's Mercedes. <laughs> okay, so to the good stuff, um, I'm really excited for this episode. Uh Anna and I met at Liberty. Anna plays lacrosse, Liberty Lacks. So my spring, I knew I knew who you were in the fall just because you and Lindsay, you guys were, were I mean, like the cool. So. Yeah, you guys are really cool, but you're like the short duo that was always in the training room and always walking around. <laughs> um, and then you you always did like the crazy hair, so I feel like that's how I kind of like I kind of knew who you were. Oh, but my side note, I low-key may or may not have last weekend dyed, like, the back of my hair, like, hot pink. So I was like, I should just do that. You dyed your hair hot pink? Yeah, like, in the back. I was like, I got to bring back some good old college memories of colored hair, and I did it. Oh, my gosh. I, know, I'm crazy. I love it. No, oh, my gosh. Sorry. Um, no, you're good. Um, so, yeah, so my spring uh, – so field hockey is a fall floor. I was done. I was really actually looking forward to – you know, getting a real spring break because we always had like an off season season. Um, but lacrosse seems a goalie, so I decided to join. And then lacrosse did like bigs and littles. Um, and I think the upperclassmen had like, like at that point, everyone already knew each other, and I had literally just joined. Like I was already, I was even late. I think in the season joining. A little late, yeah. Yeah, I think you guys had already done like all like the fitness test, and you already did pre like the you guys came back a week earlier I think so I literally joined probably like three weeks late three or four weeks late but all the upperclassmen already kind of knew who they wanted for their littles and I don't know how but I was like oh Anna's also half Colombian done like I'm picking her I mean it's I mean we us Colombians have to stick together and oh yeah of our Colombian heritage I thought we would have like a quick little dance break so I'm gonna play us a little song Oh. Hey. I love it. 
Uh, dance right now. the best. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean, the, literally the rest is history. We just continued to dance on the sidelines and <laughs> goof off. Um, but Anna is like, Anna has the gorgeous olive skin and then like green, gray eyes. So I'm like, oh. she's like the, the half and half that I wanted, but it's oh fine. Oh my gosh, no, you're too kind. Mercedes is too kind. Love it. But okay, so um, so you're originally from Florida, right? Yes. So Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, and I'm like, how did I end up here in cold Michigan? But no. But taking it back, how did you end up at Liberty? Did you, like, look at other schools? Like, what brought you to Liberty? I know you, like, obviously went for lacrosse, but. No, so while just, like, looking at different schools to play lacrosse for and whatnot, I thought, what could be better than a Division I school? Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's a Christian school as well as, like, worlds there. Um, And then, like, just, like, a piece of advice that my coaches gave me when I was looking at different schools to play lacrosse for, they just said, you know, really be intentional about the school, you know, just, you know, again, if something were to happen and you weren't able to continue playing lacrosse, you know, would you still be happy at the school? And, you know, I think that's really good advice. Yeah, you know, it really is because, you know, unfortunately, you know, life sometimes happens and, you know, sometimes you aren't able to continue, you know, with what you're went there for. And, you know, mm-hmm. Liberty offers, you know, a solid variety, whether it's educational or like outdoors activities or arts or whatnot. They just have like, a good variety. So, yeah. What an adult. I didn't even think <laughs> when I went, when I was picking schools, I was like, I want to play lacrosse or I'm sorry, field hockey. And like not playing, I didn't even think of that as like an option. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep playing until I can't play anymore. Um, no, that's that's really awesome. So you you had picked um, to go into nursing school, and like I had, I think we only had we had, might have had two girls on the team who chose nursing as their major and did it all four years as a college athlete. And it is intense. It's not it's not a joke. I mean, accounting is definitely intense, but um, they definitely had to like for some at games because they had to do like they they nursing doesn't offer like classes both semesters so like some classes ran late um so like what like made you decide to be a college athlete like Um, why why are you crazy Anna oh I don't know why I mean I'm Colombian one no (laughs) no um I mean I chose, I feel like back in high school, like I took like a patho, like a, not patho, yeah, like anatomy class back in Mm -hmm. high school. Like, whoa, like the human body is super cool. And I thought, you know, nursing as well, is just like, you know, a very compassionate field. And I thought Mm -hmm. I was like, like I can, you know, show like others love. And at the same time, I get to like learn about the human body and how that integrates all together. So that's ultimately why I chose the route of nursing. And and so, like, that one class kind of was just, like, oh, like, maybe I should, like, yeah, continue with this. Yeah. If not, like, in my, uh, my other life, I would definitely be, like, a marine biologist studying sharks, even though I think sharks are scary. I don't know why. I just think that would be super cool. Um, <laughs> cool and, from afar. Yeah, from afar. And, like, glass between us. Um, But yeah. I just, you know, love warm weather and the beach. And I thought marine biology would be, like, super cool. That would be, like, yeah. another- That's really fun. That's actually really cool. I mean, you're super smart. So like, no matter what you would have picked, you would have been amazing at. But what was the most challenging part of nursing school? I think the most challenging part was just like knowing what to prioritize because, you know, they give you all this stuff 
learn this, do this activity, you have clinicals and classes, but just learning to prioritize what was truly needed in order to be successful mm-hmm. would probably be the hardest part, you know, obviously. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be the hardest part. And then um, the tests, like they were super annoying. Like with, we had select all the apply questions, which I was like, oh, why? Right. So, and then, you know, or you'd get like your test back and be like, why did I get this wrong? The teacher was like, well, that was the correct answer, but it wasn't the most. You're like, seriously? <laughs> So I would say the test and just like learning how to prioritize. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would drive me so. I mean, luckily accounting is kind of like a lot of, eh, it's like math, but maybe theoretical, but um, there's not, yeah, there's not like, well, that was right, but this is the most right. Yes, the um, one. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> so did you at any point think that like, you know, nursing's not for me? Like maybe I should have considered, maybe I should have considered studying sharks. <laughs> Um, honestly, like, no, you know, I just kind of went with it. And I think just like God put that on my heart. And he kind of just led me through and that's Mm -hmm. where I am today. So that's awesome. Um, what, what are some things that you did that you think might have helped you be successful in the nursing program? Because you, I mean, again, like you're super smart. And I feel like science, you just make it look really easy. Um, And then you were also a college athlete, but even when you, you know, stopped playing lacrosse, you had like joined like the club. So like, how did you, how did you balance it all? Just like, I mean, you graduated and you did really well. And I mean, when I was there, you weren't crying. So (laughs) you seemed to have like crushed the nursing program. A lot of tears were shed for sure, especially in my junior year, but I survived. I'm a survivor. Um, so I think again, just like with prioritizing, just, you know, working hard pays off, but also having the mentality of, okay, you still need to enjoy life. You can still have fun. And, you know, getting an A is not like the, like the ultimate goal in your life. Like you still need to enjoy life, you know, never Mm -hmm. once any of my now since job interviews, have I ever been asked, you know, what grade I got in like my community health class never once so at the end of the day you know grades are important it's important to work hard but also you remember like you know you're still human you still need to enjoy life yeah you don't want to like burn out because you're just like focused so much on school and it's like your life fun and and doing fun things you know so making sure you pop that into there yeah no that's that's very healthy advice (laughs) um so what advice would you give them though too sometimes yeah. I'm not gonna say like I was like oh perfect at that but easier said than done but try to focus on that yeah no. what what advice would you give someone who's considering going into nursing um I think you would mention that like because your sister's also in nursing and she was like you didn't tell me it would be like this so like what what advice would you give someone who's just like thinking about it So I think um, something that comes to my mind is, um, I mean, even I've said this, like, to patients before, you know, saying, like, you know, I'm just a nurse, but being a nurse is more than just a nurse. And I found this super cool um, article by this wound and ostomy specialist nurse. Um, I'm definitely not going to say her last name right. It's by Jennifer Bokwa. I don't know. Definitely said that wrong. And I'm just going to read it. Um, so so basically she had like an encounter with the patient and the patient had thanked her saying something. And then 
the nurse was like, I'm just a nurse. And then the patient told her, no, you're more than that. And then um, this nurse writes, being just a nurse is being a clinical coordinator, a caregiver, a comforter, and a competent. Being just a nurse is being a patient advocate and advisor. Being just a nurse is being educated, intelligent, skilled, professional, and capable. Being just a nurse is being ethical, wise, and compassionate. Being a nurse is being a healer of both body and spirit. We're not just nurses. We're the heart and soul of healthcare. Remember that next time you say, I'm just a nurse. So with those, you know, like wanting to pursue this profession, know that being a nurse just encompasses so much more than a nurse per se. Mm-hmm. You are just so many different aspects and, you know, to being there for patients, that's something that, you know, in those moments, like you'll never want to trade for anything else. Yeah. Wow. It's- Anna's coming with the quotes today. I mean, I, I did my preparation for this interview. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's really powerful. That's the, I mean, you know, I, I just sit in front of a computer all day, but, like, you see patients all day. And um, aside from just, you know, like, the exhaustion of anybody's job, I do think, like, being in front of people, especially people who are, like, you know, they don't know what's wrong with them. They're, like, coming to you. So it is just more than, like, you know, like you said, like just being a nurse. So, yeah, that's okay. all I have to say for those who'd want to become a nurse, and you totally should. So, so you guys take a, a nursing board before you can work in the real world and save the rest of us from, you know, the dumb things we've done to ourselves. <laughs> um, so, like, how was the exam prep? Do you think that, like, what you learned in school helped you to pass? And then, you know, once you pass, do you have to like continue, continue education or just like, I like, I don't know, maybe take like a test every few years just to make sure like you're up to date with things? No, of course. So uh, the nursing test is called the NCLEX. And that's, you know, in order to get your nursing, um, in order to then apply for your nursing license per state. Mm -hmm. Uh, But again, nursing tests are weird. So you can either pass or fail um, within like the minimum amount of questions, or even at the maximum amount of questions. When I took it, again, you can either pass or fail at 75 questions, or you could continue all the way up until 265 questions. And still at that point, you can either pass or fail. Oh, that's so many questions. I know. <laughs> so I, but I feel like, you know, nursing school, Liberty definitely prepared me well to take that test, just with the, mm-hmm. you know, the tests we had to take throughout school, you know, they definitely prepared you well. Um, clinicals obviously were super helpful just getting hands-on experience though I don't feel that you know nothing can truly teach someone what um, true responsibility um, of somebody's life feels like and like the way that you carry with that responsibility just unfortunately since you know you are a nursing student you don't have that full responsibility up until the point you actually become a nurse so that'd be like the one thing where unfortunately I don't think um, a school can necessarily teach that. You just have to experience that for yourself. And then in terms of continuing education, so um, every two years you have to complete a certain amount of continuing education credits. Um, I don't know, each state probably does a little bit differently. From Michigan, I had to get 25 hours to continue education. And um, depending on your specialty, you can get like um, like certified emergency nurse certification. Um, and then when I worked in the emergency department, I had to get extra certifications like, um, like advanced cardiac life support and like one specifically for pediatrics. 
you know, trauma, like certification and so forth. So they're all like certain specialties can have additional certifications that you can get. That makes sense. Yeah, no, it definitely does. Um, so do you like think to, I mean, obviously to a certain extent, uh, nursing school isn't going to like throw you into like an emergency situation where they're like, well, what are you going to do? You know, but do you think it kind of prepared you for like the real world of nursing or it was like, this sounds great. Um, and then you got there and it's like, what the heck is, who did I sign myself up for? It's definitely nice when you have a preceptor. Cause like I said, like, just like the weight of what it feels like to carry, like the responsibility for multiple patients yourself, you know, that, that is just something that unfortunately I just don't feel like you can experience like yeah. that experience necessarily. But, you know, again, I feel like nursing school did everything that they could to their best of their ability to prepare you for those scenarios and like what to do if a certain scenario were to come up, what resources you should access, et cetera. So I would definitely say could not have done it without nursing school. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, and it, you talk about like the weight of the patient. So um, I don't, I feel like I might have told you maybe not. So Brixton was hit by a car and when I had to take him to the, yeah. So when I had to take him to the emergency room. Or since we're like, Brixton isn't being a good patient. I was like, what what happened? What oh, I- yeah. So he was unfortunately hit by a car. I mean, he's he's doing better now, but he, so he was hit by a car. And then when I took him to the emergency room, they like ask you because they're like legally, you know, if they stay overnight, they have to ask you like, do you want to resuscitate? Do you want us to perform CPR if anything happens? And I mean, I'm just like, I literally, because it happened on my birthday. So at like, yeah, well, like, I was just like, I literally just turned 29, like 10 minutes ago. Um, I, you know, like, you're asking me about a living being. And if I want to, you know, perform CPR, and then, you know, like, then, I mean, I'm sure you're used to just like, kind of stating facts of like, you know, you have the chances of this happening this is a chance so they're you know telling me like well like in older dogs we don't really see that like performing CPR helps but he's like pretty young so it might you know do him good and I'm just like I mean yeah I guess like do whatever you have to do to save his life but like oh my god I was like this is just like that is that is a lot and like that's just my dog I can't imagine you know you're dealing with people who can actually express themselves and um you know I mean, dogs love us to, like, the end of the world, but it's, I mean, that's just one dog, and, like, you're dealing with people, multiple patients on, like, a daily basis. And, like, family members, too, you know, play a big role in that, too, because, you know, seeing a loved one, like you said, like, from yourself, and, you know, Brixton was your loved one, you know, family members play a big role, too. You're also, like, you know, helping them through this time, and it's a difficult time. It's, you know, uncertainty. It's scary. And, you know, as nurses, we try to be there and comfort them through it and, you know, mm-hmm. guide them to our best ability to, to get through that. Yeah, no, that's, that's a lot of, a lot on your shoulders. Um, so, so let's talk about like nurse work-life balance, if that is even exists. But so after you graduated, you kind of, you moved out to Michigan to be with the love of your life. <laughs> And um, so where did you first start out when you graduated? So I first started on like a general like med search floor for the first six months. And I worked, I don't know how I got this, but I somehow was able to work days at my first nursing job. Like that's super unheard of. Um, But the company I worked for, um, typically you work every other weekend. That's just most common um, around Mm -hmm. here at least. And then so I worked there for six months. 
And then I went to a different hospital, still like through the same health system, but worked in their emergency department. Um, and somehow, again, I got day shift again, don't know how I was able to swing that. <laughs> um, but again, that was like 45 minutes away from where I lived and driving in the snow in the wintertime is not fun. I'm, yeah, just not fun. Um, uh, that's like real snow. It's a Michigan snow. <laughs> yeah, we would think your snow is like nothing. <laughs> okay, you know, the D like Virginia just shuts down when we get snow. Yeah, like, oh, it's going to snow. I see a snowflake close everything down. Us is like, no, you're still going to work. <laughs> um, so I was just kind of, you know, tired, obviously, of, you know, the long drive, the stress with driving in the snow, and I want to be a little bit closer to the home. So then I, and the, you know, the trade-off, obviously, can't have everything perfect. So then the trade-off for being close to the home, which I mean, I was literally like five minutes, I live five minutes away from the hospital, um, was that I had to work night shift now. So then I worked night shift for a year and a half. And that does, you know, definitely take a toll on your body, trying to flip back and forth between day life, night life. That's hard mm-hmm. on your body, you know, your outside life too. And wanting to do stuff with, you know, like my husband and then friends and like coordinating all that stuff. Because, you know, obviously I'm still going to be asleep or then I have to wake up early and take a nap. Um, yeah, that that was definitely hard working night shifts. So any night shifts out there, night shift, night shifters out there, like I definitely applaud you. So, yeah. Um, but now I work, um, I work in an office now. So I have an office gig, which is pretty awesome. So obviously, you know, trading off, you know, that those like critical care patients and whatnot. Now I'm working in an office and it's just Monday through Thursday, normal hours, mm-hmm. chill. And now like my outside life is great because I have every weekend off and right. like I plan things. So it's a lot. Normal life. Normal life. Like I don't get like a nursing hangover from working like three, 12, three, 12, 12 days in a row. So it's nice. Oh, man. So with, but like with three, 12 days in a row, then do you get like, like three or four days off in a row after that? Or it's just like depending on your schedule, but typically you'll have like two to three to four days off in a row. Just all depends on what your schedule is per se. Mm-hmm. But again, I feel like the like the next day after working like three in a row, like like it's like a nursing hangover, you know, right. just to, like recuperate from everything that's mentally occurred the past three days and just like refresh your soul. So um, I definitely say, I mean, it's sometimes like nice. I working three twelves in a row because then you have all those days off, but also like there's some like downsides to it. I think right. It's like it's you kind of like lose a day because you have to recover anyways, and you probably lose a day that you have to like catch up on life chores like whatever so it's, yeah but then it's yeah. also like, it has its perks like if you want to take a vacation like okay I got four days off so ups and downs mm-hmm. yeah no, that's a good point um so what would you say someone like because you've had you know you've bopped around a little like a little bit but so what would you say like, the highlights and lowlights of um from any of like the positions you've had or units you've worked with are um I think specifically for like the emergency department, I'm just really thankful I had that experience just to really grow my nursing skill set and clinical competency. Um, and just like learn, there's such a variety in the emergency department that I got to see and take multiple patients I got to take care of. And I just really enjoyed the variety I got to experience there. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful for that. Just, and now, you know, I've worked, I've put my work in, I'd like to say, and now I have um, this office job that I'm really grateful for yeah. and um 
is there anything that you wish you would have known going into your first job kind of like expectations that weren't reality or anything like that I think just under the impression of let's see I think one just not being so hard on yourself just because it is you know a personable job just knowing Mm -hmm. you're, you're only human and you can only do so much, you know, juggling care of multiple patients and, you know, things aren't always going to go as planned. You know, at the end of the day, you're obviously trying your best and things aren't going to be perfect, but also not to take those to heart because again, right. you are trying your best. So just to be, be kind to yourself, I would say. Oh yeah. No, I mean, like we'd all be lost without nurses. So <laughs> I can't heal myself or, I mean, you guys do take on like so much and a lot of people are in like distraught when they come to you, you know, so that is a lot, a lot to take on. Um, so now you're in a more like office environment. What's your day to day like now? So I would say like 75% of my day is I work on the computer, either applying for prior authorizations for insurance companies. Super exciting. <laughs> I thought you were about to say I work on the computer for other jobs. <laughs> Yeah, I'm applying for other jobs every day. No, um, so like you have to get like approval for certain medications um, through the insurance company in order for those like to for, or in order for the insurance company to like say like yes for the patient. I don't know if that made any sense. Anyways, approval from the insurance company basically. Mm-hmm. We're working with pharmacies and patients on how to get that medication, um, and then again like answering patient calls throughout the day, if there are questions, concerns, comments, or I'm calling patients about their lab results, test results, et cetera, and like going over that with them. And then the other 25%, so I guess I should say I work in a rheumatology office in a bone health office. So, um, and then the other 25% of my day is doing something called like prolia. And it's a certain injection of a medication that's used specifically um, for bone health treatment um, for those with osteoporosis. Um, so basically you just give them this like quick little shot and they're good for six months and just helps make sure the, the bones are staying where we like them to be <laughs> that long story short with that. Um, so that's kind of what my day to day looks like. And, um, you achieve work-life balance, especially now that you're, you've gotten out of the night shift. So we know that there, there was no work-life balance there, but like now is it, would you say it's like realistic for nurses to have or you kind of have to find like a good position in order to achieve like a consistent work-life balance? I think for me, I mean, I'm sure like every person is different and some, you know, jobs work better, you know, like some of my colleagues with kids, you know, working night shift was more ideal for them because then they could, you know, take their kids to school in the morning, sleep while they're at school. So like there's obviously like ups and downs each one you know, like each job. But personally, for me, I think office life is definitely much better just in terms of your outside life and being able to just, you know, live, if that makes sense. You know, I'm able to go on the weekends. I know how to plan my days. I know I'm going to get out of work at this time each day. So So like a better routine, better routine. Yeah. Get a lunch break, which is nice, you know, for sure. For sure. Um, so what can we as patients do to make nurses life like lives easier? Um, I don't like, I don't know if that's like a weird question, but like, I don't know if there's something that like, you know, maybe yeah. patients do that get you guys frustrated or something that people do incorrectly. That's like a simple fix, you know? I just, 
I just want to remind, you know, patients um, just to remember, you know, again, we are just caring for you. Unfortunately, I wish I wish I could just have like a one on one patient like that would be super awesome. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Um, we are dealing with multiple patients and kind of like the quote is like, to me, that pops up is like, if only, you know, they knew, if only they knew what mm-hmm. was happening in the room next to them, you know, if only they knew what was occurring, you know, um, like to, for the next patient or like, oh, I haven't seen you in an hour. Like, no, I'm not trying to like purposely avoid you. Like mm-hmm. I'm dealing with like a critical situation, like, you know, someone's passed or something happens, like you know, unfortunately, that's just the reality of nursing that we have to take care of multiple patients. So again, just to remember, you know, it's not just you, the nurse is taking care of and you know, she is trying her best to take care of you. So just to give her some grace when you know, she's not on time. Um, yeah. because she's Doing a lot. Yeah, no, that's good. And it's always good to think that. Um, I mean, even maybe there's like a tougher patient before and it is a lot on anybody like I can I again I just can't imagine having that weight you know um asking me that (laughs) yeah we gotta let the people know um inside perspective so would you say you're happy where you are like would you consider going back to school or you know like how do you maintain attitude at work and I, I do think it probably makes a difference especially because you are with patients um so like how do you how do you stay happy? <laughs> so I think, um, you know, again, like I said, like earlier, like just be kind to yourself. Like, you you know, you are your worst critic. So you can't get down on you for things that happen or mistakes that are made because those will happen in life. And um, then also like in having fun with coworkers, I think is super important, you know, just um, getting along with your coworkers, you know, making situations light and fun and, you know, bonding with them. I think that's really important just as they're a good support system throughout your day-to-day life, because, you know, they are experiencing those same things with you um, day-to-day. So just making sure you have a good support system through your coworkers, I would say just helps get through the day. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, no, I, I feel like I make, I go to work and then I make friends and I'm like, oh crap, we, we actually have to work. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually expected to do something. Shoot. <laughs> But okay, so cool stuff now, like life outside of work and school, like um, obviously working is a really big part of everybody's lives. What do you do for fun? What are your hobbies? Yeah, so um, my husband and I, like, we really like to, we like to bike. So it's I guess so like, cute. <laughs> like mountain biking and gravel biking. I mean, if you literally came downstairs into our basement, like you think we're bike quarters, like I... I mean, this is going to sound bad. Like, I have four bikes. I mean, okay, granted, we don't have Wait, kids. Wait, four bikes just for you or just, like, yeah, four I mean, bikes between like, the two of you guys? No, just for me. I mean, we don't have – we don't have kids and we don't have pets. So, like, bikes are, like, our kids and pets. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I have a road bike, um, like, my track. You have a bike for every occasion. I know. Gravel bike and my mountain bike. And I just got my mountain bike. Well, I didn't just get my mountain bike. I got it in like October and it's really pretty. It's like this purple color. Honestly, that's just like, Colin's like, you like this bike? And I was like, this color? Yes, that's all I need to see. So it's pretty like, really <laughs> I don't need to test it out. I just need to see the color. <laughs> I knew it. I seen the color, done, sold me, done. Um, it's, you'd say like full sus, like full suspension. <laughs> um, oh gosh, all this bike terminology. Um, I do like now, I'm really proud to say I do now know how to change out my pedals. 
from like either a flat or like into like my clips. Um, so I know. In, um, now, um, just cause you can like go faster. Like there's like, so there's like benefits obviously to biking clipped in, obviously like some other like downsides just mm-hmm. depending on the type of biking you're doing. But I now know, now like now I know how to change my clips. Um, I know how to like lower and make my seat go up and down. Oh my god! <laughs> and that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, Colin, can you do this for me, please? So like, I I goal for like this upcoming year be like learn how to change a tire. But that also oh, that's gets a big one because there's like all these different types of tires. There's like tubeless tire. And there's other types of tires. I'm like, I don't know. I can't keep up with that. That's why I have him. Um, What are husbands for? I know, right? You got (laughs) to do something. Um, Um, So, yeah. So, we really like biking, I would say. And then the winter, we like to snowboard or cross-country ski. So jealous. Anna will be like, like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm just going snowboarding for the weekend. I'm like, whatever. And it's like real it's not like East Coast snowing, like snowboarding. It's like real snowboarding. I know. It's fun. Um, we have like a hill um, like 45 minutes away from us, which we have like season passes to. Rub it in, Anna. I know. It's so mean. Which we'll go to like during the week. Like Thursday night is like typically the night we'll go for sure during the week. Um, mm-hmm. Other nights. And then like on the weekend, sometimes we'll like go up even further north to like some of the other mountains up there, which is fun. So that's what we like to do during the winter time. Um, and then during the summertime, we like to go camping. We had a rooftop tent, though. Yeah, so I had never – I don't know if I've never heard of it or maybe I just never, like – maybe I've seen it, like, once or twice and just never thought about it until you guys had, like, really mentioned. I think you were either going with friends. I have no idea. And then I was like, you're putting a tent on, like – I was like, what? It's, like, it's not on the ground? <laughs> No, this is like how if like, if you're gonna sleep in a tent, like you want a rooftop tent because you're up high off the ground. It's like like an actual like like little mattress pad, so it's not like super uncomfortable. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like a big space. It's like the in between of like glamping and camping. Yeah, exactly. But we just sold that, and now we got um kind of like a teardrop camper type of thing. Grant's like, I'm not great at describing these types of things. So it's like some. It's like, <laughs> I'm like envisioning this, but I'm like, it's like a what, like a hammock with a teardrop that hangs from the chair. No, no, it's like it's like a little like you know, like a little box you go into. Yeah. <laughs> Metal on all sides. There we go. Um, like I can literally stand up in this thing, which is awesome. So wow, a lot easier. So we'll put like cabinets in it, like do like a little kitchen on the outside. So we're we're stepping up our camping in this year. <laughs> God, I love it. Yeah, no one. So when I came to visit you guys, you guys just like we went hiking, and I mean like, it was just like, yeah, it was crazy in general only because we went to a what Lake Michigan, right? Lake Michigan, which like does not was look like- basically an ocean, and I was like, okay, so we're it was just like. It was, like, very alien to me because we're, like, hiking in sand, but there's – and I had hiking shoes on. Hiking in sand, but there's evergreen trees, and then there's an ocean. And I'm, like, this this place is confused. <laughs> but, I mean, it was still – it was, like, super nice. But I love that you guys are, like, super outdoorsy, like – Oh, yeah. Even- you just you have all the equipment. You're basically, like, an R- REI catalog at your house. Basically. Basically. You need it. We have it. Well, no, I love it. I mean, I well, even it. when we, 100%. I think even when we, you picked me up from the airport, maybe it wasn't even that. 
I think I came at night, but I came and I think like Colton was like, it was like freezing outside and he's got like all the gear for like negative degree weather and he's just like running, not like casually, but like sprinting. I was like, oh wow, I'm way past these days. He is crazy. He literally just like two weeks ago went surfing in Lake Michigan and it said it felt like zero and I'm like, why? Why do you- He went surfing? Yeah, he's crazy. He did go with a buddy, which I'm like, that's a must because that kind of scares me, but- that's okay. Um, but like literally when he came back home, like his whole he has a beard now too. His whole beard was like filled with ice. Like Yeah, ice. I would say frozen. Yeah, <laughs> it turned frozen. white because it was so cold. <laughs> yeah. So they had to do it though before the lake like froze over. So that's why they went. They had a fun time. Oh, does the lake freeze? Because it's pretty big. Like Yeah, it will freeze over like just depending not like all the way over but it just depends on how cold it is this winter is definitely much colder than the two years past and we've definitely got a lot more snow than two years past so that's all well, we got i think we got some snow when i was there like a little bit of snow yeah it's I, snow I think when you're leaving yeah oh, I love but speaking of adventures we took mercedes this was like super random we had just like gotten we like got to take out from this like super cute place like top of style and then I was like Mercedes do you want to go oh yeah I forgot about that place that was really good and so we take her through like these wood trails and we're like in a jeep going through the woods in the middle of night like yeah we're crazy (laughs) no it was a lot of fun um yeah it was a lot of off-road and I like that kind of stuff so it was a lot of fun it was off-road packed in like a a wrangler had the music going we all had some little bit of drinky drinks and then um colton proceeded to tell us scary stories about what are yeah. they the watermelon heads like the melon heads like this there is we awesome. go melon heads which are like people it just reminded me of, like the hills have eyes like the people who you know were like affected by the nuclear energy oh. or whatnot but i was like he was like yeah they all live out here in these woods and then we passed some I feel like either we crossed the bridge and or something or other I was just like oh my god this is weird and then we got I don't know if we got stuck but we stopped maybe we stopped to go to the bathroom and I was like and this is where people come out and kidnap us all yeah exactly exactly it's it's scary but fun (laughs) yeah but I feel like there's so much to do out where you are like the it's like good temperature like there's a ton to do in the summer like a ton to do in the winter like it's a good outdoor vibe good variety of outdoor stuff which is why we like it here yeah no I love it um so you guys are also very involved in your church and like obviously we went to Liberty so I I think there were like you walk five feet and there's like a different you know church everywhere so was it difficult for you guys to find a church outside of your home church so I would say like we looked for like six months once we moved um to our home where we are now just you know doing different churches and church hopping and now we've been at the same church last two and a half years and I mean you can just tell like this church is alive with the Holy Spirit like we Mm -hmm. just have a lot of fun um and just really you know we're focused on you know missions not only here in the community like locally but also globally and just you know it's very multicultural so it's a fun church (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. And and you guys are hosting a family of refugees who they haven't arrived yet, right? Well, so they have. Yeah. so with 
um, our church, we join, you know, a group within our church. Um, um, just like this group is going to be helping to resettle um, a family from Afghanistan. And they actually came last week. And the little girls in the family are like the cutest things ever. They'll just like, you and give you a hug. And then you'll be like, thank you. And they'll repeat, thank you, like the best of their ability. And they're just like the cutest things ever. Um, so, yeah. So ended up making like the family meal for them when they arrived. And mm-hmm. I'm like an okay cook, but I'm not the best cook. But I was like, you know, it comes from the heart. Um, I like looked up all the recipes and stuff, you know, obviously tried my best. And so I made like these pistachio cookies, which obviously I've never made before. And the kids voluntarily went back up and got more cookies. So I mean, <laughs> nobody <laughs> told them that they had to keep eating yeah. them, but they did. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's good. But two different spices that um, I've never cooked with before, and I don't know if you've cooked with these before, Mercedes, turmeric and cardamom. Have you ever cooked with them? Yeah, did I say it wrong? Probably. Yeah. I've definitely cooked with turmeric before. Um, I think my parents cook with – they've cooked with cardamom before. Yeah, never have I cooked with them before, but now I have them, and I would definitely – I'm just so cool. Um, But, yeah. So, but yeah, yeah so awesome. for that adventure that's just beginning in our lives, and we'll see where it leads us. So, yeah, I love that. Well, I mean, I think it's awesome that you guys are just, you know, taking them in and loving on them, and I'm sure they like really appreciate it. Especially, I mean, they're in Michigan where it's cold. So, I know you're coming. Like, oh, sorry, you're here. Right now. <laughs> um. Okay. So, how has it been? you know, like making friends outside of school and sports, like obviously, you know, when you commit to going to a school for, uh, to play sports, you are guaranteed. I mean, you don't have to be friends with these 20, 25 girls, but you at least have the opportunity where you're with them all the time to make friends. But um, and then, you know, like in class, obviously when you're with people all the time, you kind of like automatically become friends. So like how in the real world has that changed? Um, and like, what's, what have you been doing? Um, I definitely say it was hard in the beginning, just moving to a new state, you know, just got married, new job, you know, that, that can be hard, I would say. So I feel like, um, I would say like through church is where like, I've met like my now like close friends and we've mm-hmm. made like a small group with them. Um, but again, that wasn't until like really like two years into me living here. Did I like find that true friendship? So again, you know, if you're, and that's, you know, a normal part of life, like even like my sister, you know, just moved to a new state, you know, you know, by herself, having to make new friends, you know, and that's, you know, a reality for a lot of people, I would just say, you know, keep pursuing um, the interests that you like, maybe, you know, you join a running club or a biking club or an art club, I don't know, a walking club, <laughs> <laughs> an eating club, cooking club, cooking club, cooking club. Cooking club. Yep. and Netflix binge club, those would all be good clubs to join. But, you know, just like keep putting yourself out there. Um, you know, that's the only way if you, you have to put yourself out there in order to get to that point of, you know, being able to make new friends. So it's hard, mm-hmm. obviously. It's not easy. I mean, there was definitely like nights where I'd be like sad and crying because, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you just yeah. like college and like those were like all where your friends were and now you're, you know, away from them. But I was just saying, like, and it is tough too, because then, like, and you're married, but I feel like in in school you can kind of like run to each other's rooms and dorms, and you kind of just like you know burst in, and 
it's like a lot of energy and it's fun like you know like it, it's kind of people are just like there yeah Whereas, so it's definitely hard but I would say just like keep sticking with it like putting yourself out there and you know you will find those friends you know like I did so I'm thankful for that yeah and has there been a difference would you say between your like adult friendships um I mean I guess we're adults now but like compared to like your friendships in school I mean we're obviously still friends but Uh, yeah I would say like the difference would be that in college you know you have I almost feel like I don't want to say this like as a like a I don't want to be like negative or like offend anybody but like almost more like of a lot of like surface level friends and like have Mm -hmm. a lot of those friends versus like now in my adult life I have more of a few close friends and, you know, to which our relationships are super intentional, supportive of one another and just helping you grow as a person all around. Right. Um, and it's like I a, did, like real, like real friendship. Yeah. And I before, but like, you no. know, it's, it's kind of like, like friendship that's tried and true. Yeah. I like that tried and true. And, you know, this is like a lifelong friend. Just like we're still a lifelong friend to me and role model. So yeah, because I'm old. <laughs> I'm so much older than you. I was a grandma when we met. No, oh my I think... gosh, no, I you're only three years older than me. You're not that much older. My God, it feels like maybe it's the um, the height. <laughs> I've always felt so old. Now when what was I? I was a I'm senior when you guys were. I'm like just five foot with some shoes on. Well, yeah, I, I was a senior when you guys were freshmen. So, like, at that point, it's like when you're a senior, you just feel like you've lived a bunch of lives. <laughs> Especially in the sports world. Like, at that point, like, like I don't, I didn't even condition. Like, my back was done. I think I, like, um, the lacrosse coaches asked my coach if, like, is she going to be able to pass her fitness test? And Jody was like, oh, no problem. Like, fitness isn't an issue. So I ran those tests and I think this was the last time I actually like ran because I was like, my back's done. Like I've, I've done enough punishment runs. Like I'm good. No. I, and I thought you were like crazy for joining the team. I was like, who voluntarily signs up for wanting okay. to run more tests? Oh, I know the tests were fine. It was more like the, um, I went from, you know, being a defender to all of a sudden, like I was in the freaking goal cage and I'm like, guys, like, I don't, I'm not even trying to stop these balls. <laughs> but like yeah it was like you're hitting me and like you've got the whole rest of the like freaking net like why do I bruise it um I actually saw when I went to the 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 field hockey championship to watch Liberty uh play Northwestern um coach Nagel was there and she was like yeah I just remember um like looking over and you're just like over there like sitting on the ground just like either like you know, messing around, singing, doing whatever. And I'm like, what is going on over there? I'm like, yeah, I mean, I joined the team, but I was just there for fun. <laughs> I didn't leave me a part of a team again. Then we got to go to California together. That was so much fun. And... Oh, yeah, that was so much fun. Well, I, and then at that point, too, I was like, like, I'm not playing. Like, so, I mean, I was still really serious about it, but I was just kind of like, I don't really have pressure yeah, to to perform. <laughs> So I was like, oh, like, we are fully enjoying the season, like. Oh, yeah, you deserve it. You worked hard. You totally can deserve it. Also, Mercedes is a really good speech giver. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, when we were in California, we had a not-so-great game. And I think we were playing, like, the <sighs> University of Southern California, maybe? No? It's, I think it was USC, yeah. 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 Big school. 
I don't know. I can't remember. Anyways, like, you know, obviously didn't do well. We lost. <laughs> but we could have won. That, that's what made me mad. Yeah. Anyways, so, like, the locker room's, like, quiet. <laughs> that's what I remember. And, you know, I'm just, like, a little freshman. Like, never, you know, really experienced this season before. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, Mercedes just gives this speech, like, out of the blue. And everyone's just, like, oh, my goodness. Like, what is happening? And, I mean, today, that speech, like, you can ask any one of those players. Like, they know Mercedes' speech, like, hands down. They know that speech. Yeah, well, then I actually felt so bad. And I got on the bus and I was talking to the captain. I was, like, I am so sorry. Like, I was so out of play. I think there was only, like, five seniors, maybe four seniors. And a majority of them are, like. Yeah, it was like a small amount of us, but I was like, I apologize to all of them. I'm like, I know, like I was out of line, and they were like, Oh my god, no! Like we loved that. I was like, Oh yeah, my god, that's like, what we needed. That's what our team needed. So oh, this is so embarrassing. Like yeah. field hockey, I never talked on field hockey. I, not that I didn't talk, but I was just like, I wasn't, um, you know, giving like the motivational. Like we had so many girls like that, and like Jody was very um, good at her words, good at like bringing people together, and like out so I remember that happened and I was just like oh I should have kept it inside oh it's your time to shine Mercedes your time oh, to shine. my one and only um <laughs> so you guys are actually selling your house now and so, like how, yeah what is that process I mean you're like such an adult well okay well we put it on the market if it sells it sells if it doesn't we have a great beautiful home that we're super happy with so whatever happens like I, know, oh, I loved your I love your home it's so um, cute but I would also like to do a shout out to Selling Sunsets. Have you watched that show before? Oh, no, I'm obsessed. And I actually watched it. And I was like, why am I not a real estate agent? I know. And I thought the same thing, too. Like, oh, I could do this. I mean, obviously, like, it's a lot of time and work, like, outside of work. But I could do that for sure. Wait, are you? Okay. I'm Team Chriselle. What? Oh, I love Chriselle. Okay, good. Okay. And so husband is obviously very attractive but now I look at him differently and I am team what is her Danica or whatever Davina or no Davina yes I don't like her oh no same I don't like her either she's no. horrible not good. Not good. she is like yeah not a good friend not a good vibe but yeah no I'm team Chriselle I, and it, yeah I mean I like watched two seats the whole like both of the maybe one through three or four like maybe in like a month like I was just I like just got hooked it is so good so good my friend had told me about them like to watch them like I don't know like a year ago I was like eh just another like you know reality show whatever and then yeah I, I was bored I was like sure let me just try it like let me just start season four like whatever watch season four I was like oh my gosh I have to go back and watch the other seasons so I like know what like all this drama is about no, um so good but again, thanks to them, I feel like, you know, now I know what it's like to sell it and buy a house. So I was like, <laughs> my mind was like, my husband, I was like, okay, so for our open house, we can do Botox and burgers. How does that sound? Oh my gosh. Oh my God. That's hilarious. No, I mean, I thought it was a good idea. But You're like Real Housewives of Michigan. Oh yeah, totally. totally. Of Grand Rapids. Um, but no, it's kind of, it's like stressful because we've had showings this week, but obviously we're still living in our house. So I told mm-hmm. them, okay, we can't like, like, don't touch this. This hand towel is only for display. Like if you have to like wipe your hand, like wipe it on this, like this, wipe towel. it on your pants, yeah, wipe it on your hands, like wipe on this kitchen towel. 
you know, we're doing easy to eat meals right now. Like you can't use like the other, like you have like two full baths in our house. And I was like, you can't use that one bathroom. Just like, it makes less work to clean up later on. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like hard. And the people only like, they don't stay in like the house for very long. And you're like, I just did all of that cleaning for this, <laughs> but it's been sorry, good. Are you, sh- are you showing it yourself or do you have a realtor? No, we're selling our house ourselves. Oh my goodness. Look at you. Wow. You've really taken selling sunset to heart. <laughs> I know. Again, this is, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it's not like not the end of the world. Um, but yeah, it's definitely kind of stressful in that aspect. But like, I mean, the pauses from it, like my house like has had a deep clean, which is really good. Like we've gone through stuff like that. We probably don't need anymore and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I mean, overall, like we're not really out anything. So yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's awesome. And that's like super exciting. I mean, it was exciting that you guys like had your first house. And then I'm like, wow, Anna is making moves over here. Adult, Woo. I know such an adult, like man. But no, we were like crazy right now. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I mean it's insane. Like, insane. it's really good time to sell, not a great time to buy. But see, that's where like, also our dilemma is. It's like, okay, well, like if we sell, then we want to buy land. But like, the land that's for sale right now is like not good land. So then it's like this whole other thing then. Because we want to build the house ourselves, because um, my husband can like contract it out. I don't know if that's the right term- terminology. Um, Who knows? But he contracted out like all the, the other like like framers and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the land is like not good land right now, and all the good land that we would want has already been bought by like builders who you have to then go through them to use, which is like super. <sighs> and you're like seriously. Right, and it's like a cookie cutter, kind of, you only get so many options. Yeah, so we'll see what we do, what we end up doing. And then also, like, you get to, like, live somewhere else for the next six months um, during that process, so then there's that, too, and, you know, so we'll see what we do. <laughs> yeah, well, it's also exciting, and I'm excited for you guys, and then I can come back and visit. Yes, please come back and visit. Of course. Well, I think with that, it's going to wrap up this episode. Thank you so much, Anna, for being my first virtual guest and opening up about nursing. Um, Obviously, especially right now with COVID, nurses are, I mean, you guys have always been such a big part of just everything to keep, keep us, the country going. But especially now, like, you know, the true heroes without capes, um, but I think it's really kind of hear what you guys go through. And um, so I really appreciate that. And I'm definitely going to plan another trip to Grand Rapids. So I really want to shred the mountain with you guys. Oh, yeah. We have so much fun. So much fun. It's going to be great. But so until next time, guys, bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye, Mercedes. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Mercy, your weekly dose of inspiration.